Hello, and welcome to the EuroWhat, episode number 88, part 2, for the week of June 22nd, 2020. I'm Ben Smith, an American trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest, and this week I'll be talking about a specific 12 minutes from the 2007 edition with Justin Ladia. Hi, Justin. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So last week on the show, uh, we talked with friend of the show, Chris King, about the 2007 Eurovision Song Contest, and specifically 12 minutes within that. We also talked with you about that, so we're going to go and listen to past Ben and past Justin discuss the past 2007 Eurovision Song Contest. Excellent. I regret nothing. So, one thing that brings me joy, Justin, as yeah. I, I've explained to you before, is, is the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, I, I know you to be quite enthusiastic It, it slowly permeates it. its way into <laughs> many facets of my life. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's quite evident on at least social media. Uh, there's been a project since this year's contest was canceled called Eurovision Again. Okay. That has been every Saturday uh, watching an old edition of the contest. Okay. And in the process of them showing the 2007 edition, which took place in Helsinki, Finland, Mike and I learned that, that there was like a, a three-act stretch that we had not realized was contiguous, that like all three things happened one after the other. Okay. And it feels like a really, really good sort of capsule of this is why you watched Eurovision. Like there is very good ethnically driven music. There is delightful to watch television and camp. Oh, camp. Yes. Oh. And then there's also just like real train wrecks sometimes that are interesting to watch in other ways. I think you've hit all my key words there for entertainment. So I'm ready to see what's going on. Excellent. So what do you know about the Eurovision Song Contest? Okay, so I've first heard about Eurovision, I think, through a, uh, because I follow a lot of, even even when I was living in Manila, I was, I, I followed UK game shows quite a bit, and there was this blog about it, and they talked about Eurovision, and that's how I got, got introduced to the concept of it, so I know that it's a song contest that was supposed to be, or at least initially, I guess finds the best song every year from countries across Europe, but now I think it's in, like, other places that isn't europe i think australia is one of those places and like the middle australia east is one of those places right australia australia has been big fans for years and now they are allowed to play in the same right the same field so it really should just be a global song con which it was really but so it's it's a uh and, and there are judges from different countries i think that give points and there's contention there somewhat or something i don't know some some sort of like picky judge situation or whatever it is but okay. uh, I don't know much else besides that, other than that you like it a lot. And just to confirm, you have never watched any Eurovision before? I have not watched one before. Okay. It does pop up in the UK a bunch, and like their attitude about Eurovision has not been the best, although it's getting better. What do you mean? Um, let's see. So with the UK, uh, they've won it five times. Okay. So they've won it a number, they've won it a number of times, but in the last decade or so and maybe even like the last 15 to 20 years they have finished very often towards the bottom of the chart okay and like that can just be music taste changing uh but as you noted your vision can be political in areas just mm -hmm. because countries have relations with other countries i'm just imagining a situation where there's like political di like strife and it's very very uh uh What's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of conflict, and all of a sudden you win a Eurovision Song Contest, and it's just like, okay, everything's better now. We can go back to normal. 
that's just the situation um, I'm thinking of. It, it's, well, it's I mean, it can definitely be very political in other ways. For mm-hmm. instance, a couple of years ago, Israel won, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which that's a whole situation. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not going to touch that. That is that is too much to cover in, in uh, 12 minutes. The video clip I have sent you is, again, the 2007 contest in Helsinki, Finland. Finland had won the year before by sending Lordi, who is this sort of glam metal band, Oh my and god. It's great because because Finland took the opportunity to be as metal as possible and as goth as possible. Oh my god. Is this like please tell me that they're reminiscent of Evanescence because I would die right on the spot if that's the case. If you enjoy this, you may want to go back to like the full show, which I believe is still streaming on the official YouTube channel, because there are some very evanescence moments. <laughs> is it going to wake something up inside me? <laughs> um maybe. I don't I don't know your life. Maybe. Um but yeah, like that is Watching this for the first time was like a nice little uh, time travel back to you. Oh, yeah. Where was my brain in 2007? It's like, oh, yeah, this is this is great. I love this. Oh, my God. 2007. That was a year, wasn't it? We are going to be watching three different acts uh, in this video. The first will be Serbia. Okay. The next one will be Ukraine. And then we will finish with the United Kingdom. Okay, excellent. Cool. Yeah. So let's go ahead and watch the first clip. All right. I am going to press play now then. Okay. Okay. So okay. that is Serbia's Molitva. M- Moidva? Molitva. Yeah. Molitva. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, that was. Uh, I feel like you're easing me into more crazy later because this right yeah, now. Like, yeah. It's like a. Good, it's a good. It's a good warm up because yeah. it's like. Oh, this is this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is very. Um. As I said earlier, it is very sapphic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the the lesbian vibes really did come out in this uh, in this performance for sure. Um, yes, Serbia was... said lesbian rights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Serbia did say lesbian rights, uh, but I mean, I just I just want to know a few things. One, what is the number of their hairdresser? Because I want that for myself. Those those tasteful. Uh, intense curls that they have mm-hmm. each of them very nice reminds me of a good dr seuss novel novel book mm-hmm. i was hoping for more production value straight away but i feel like that's going to come up soon the contest has sort of like the contest started out as like a television thing mm-hmm. and for a long time it was very much about the songs you would have like the lead singer in front and then you would have like all of their backing singers in mm-hmm. a row mm-hmm. oh so that was that's just a uh that's a format i guess uh, yeah, like that's a format, and like somewhere along in the two thousands, it really starts transitioning to an arena show. Oh my gosh! And acts start doing more production. Uh-huh. As we keep going, you will see sort of different styles because I think it will really vary from country to country and right. song to song. Are we talking like Beyonce levels of arena production in terms of like a pyro slash wind machine sort of a situation? Yes. yes. Oh my god! Well, yes, like like wind machines everywhere. Real good pyro. Oh my god, I cannot wait. <laughs> okay. Any other questions on on Serbia? Yes. What was the song what about actually? What was that about? Uh, the English translation of Molitva is prayer. Okay. And that's all we know. I've not actually done a ton of analysis on the lyrics. Like I just like that's one thing I like about kind of digging into Eurovision stuff yeah. is that just completely appreciating a song where you have no clue what's being said. Yeah. It could be a, a a double entendre of sorts because like Madonna has a like a prayer song if you know mm-hmm. as everyone knows, 
but obviously that's it's it's not a religious song necessarily so i would i'm gonna later i'm gonna dig into that and see whether this is some sort of thinly veiled message for something else you know what i mean pulling up the lyrics right now because i'm i'm curious enough to just like (laughs) oh yes it it, i mean eurovision i think seems to be one of those things that causes quite a bit of curiosity or stirs a bit of curiosity in in quite a bit of people myself now included The little sort of pre-chorus bit before the before Molitva is, mm-hmm. but I can't lie to God as long as I pray and I'd be lying if I said that I don't love you. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong. Uh-huh. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to have Mike cut this. Uh-huh. But I think at the time this was performed, she was not out. Oh. And she came out later. And I think that may have been just because of the climate in Europe. Right. I don't know in what 2007 Serbia's... versus now. Yeah, Serbia must, must have had a... See, I don't know too much about Europe. All I know is, you know, a bunch of... North American stuff, unfortunately. But, you know, maybe I should expand my horizons and, and really look into Serbian culture because it, it is intriguing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with that hair and those shoes. Yes. The, the shoe, I, I'm still shook by the, the choice of a Reebok with a, with a nice pantsuit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that is a very, that's a very Karen-ish thing to do, but she clearly isn't a Karen. She's more of an Ellen. Mm-hmm. You were asking about like pyro and wind machines, and it's very notable that this one just kind of doesn't have that. Like mm-hmm. it's very much about the song, and like the stage presentation is kind of pared back. Did did uh, well? How did this one do in regards to its placement in the competition? We will talk about that later. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to tell you yet. I want you to I want I want you to see the other two things. Okay. Okay, got it. Are you ready to keep going? I am. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about is. Uh, you probably had questions about what that weird video before the song actually started Yeah, was. okay, let's talk about that, because I am Confucian. What is that? So, when you're doing sort of a large stage show where you need to very quickly go from, like, act to act to act, because, like, this happens over the course of one night, and you have 26 countries generally performing one after the other with maybe a few breaks here and there for, like, audience bits or, like, things with the host of the contest. Right. So, often, rather than showing, like, set up and take down for each of those acts you you want to show something on screen while that's happening so your vision will have what's called postcards okay oftentimes it is a way to do a touristy thing and promote your your nation right uh other times if you're finland you're just like what if we had like a bunch of short films <laughs> each of which the theme was life is chaos <laughs> is, that, is that really the theme no, no, but like they, they, but but like having watched all of these, they make they make no sense. They they are not doing what a lot of nations do, yeah. which is either do something with the artist or do something with the country or do something with the artist and their country. Right. I think about 2014s a lot as like my favorites because what they did is they asked each each band uh-huh. to find a way to make a representation of their flag. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. I feel like that would be yeah. a train wreck. Not entirely. Like, there okay. were some very cool things, like like Iceland's act went to one of their waterfalls and took a projector and projected against the waterfall. I love that. Uh, Albania like really committed to it because Albania's flag is like a big black bird in the yes. middle of an all red field. Yes. Uh, their singer that year got a tattoo, and then they put like a red gel. <gasps> Oh, over the lens of the camera to make the red. Well, people are committed. Like that was full commitment. Yeah, that is that is quite the commitment for for Eurovision for a, for a television broadcasted competition about singing and songs and stuff. But you know, yeah. it's important to some people, and I understand that part. Anyways, uh, Finlands are just kind of kind of out there. Yeah, and so I the, my question is, why were they 
dressed poorly for a heist to turn on Christmas lights on a in a deserted avenue. Like, oh, first of all, my question is, it's probably off. I mean, my 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 assumption is that it's off because there's nobody there. So, like, why are you wasting the electricity to turn it on? And like, why bother doing your your freaking like cheerleader acrobatic thing for a guard that comes out like for a second who doesn't even do their job properly? By the way, he just like looks outside for like two three seconds with a flashlight. Doesn't even like go out to look look around. No, he just like stands in the doorway. And then these these. I mean, in in fairness, it is like Helsinki, Finland, which I assume is. It's colder. It's up there, northwise. Well, not with Brittany in one of those outfits who was wearing just like a vest parka. <laughs> like she was wearing like, all white. Like how? how midway, are you sp- like midway through that statement, I'm like, wait a minute, Justin is in Canada. <laughs> I, like- yes, I live in Canada. So I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? First of all, why are you kids like all like all dressed up nice and pretty and whatever? It doesn't even mm-hmm. make sense. Please wear all black if you're trying, trying to do something covert. No. Yeah, it's just like, what is... Yeah, I agree with you. What is this story? <laughs> why is any Why is any of this? I could go off for, for about like a good 20 more minutes about this, but I think we have to move on because I'll just be yes, ranting. Like, let, 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 let's move on. Just <laughs> just understand that like there are going to be two more postcards. Uh, I cannot that, wait. Like, again, like and like the finished ones are just all kind of weird. Okay, I, I'm going to react so, uh, I guess animatedly if that's even a word to the rest of these i hope so we'll see how these ones stack up against that weird christmas light sort of situation okay so the second video clip we're going to watch is ukraine's entry okay Clutching my pearls. <laughs> Turkey's a, Turkey likes it. Turkey loved that. Greece, yeah. Okay, that was Ukraine. Uh, it's dancing Lasha Tumbai. Da- okay, dancing Lasha Tumbai. All right, what does that translate to? Funny you should ask that. It is a nonsense phrase. It sounds very similar to dancing Russia goodbye. Oh. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, Ukraine and Russia, best friends. Yeah, but she wants to go Good see- Good relationship. Definitely not a problem. Oh, is she trying to like pander to the judges in that song? Is that like strategy? Because like, well, here's here's the deal. I'm if the title of the song was "Dancing Russia Goodbye," that would be a political statement, and Eurovision is not a political contest. Drink. Yeah, but like, okay, but like, even if it was political, I'm I'm still like she she had well she was a, a an she was active. To say the least, she she is uh your single grandma after wait I I didn't misgender the person saying um, well I... well no I, I I'll say I should I should be take a step back so uh Verkus Duke is a drag queen it's a drag queen that's why dra- oh no you just did not bring drag into this honey oh girl we're gonna talk about this now <laughs> I need some tea give me a second let me just let me just gulp this down one second. Mm. Mm. Yes. Okay. Drag queen. A, a Ukrainian drag queen. Oh, I. Oh, looks. Mm, well, I mean, I'm I'm now looking at the Verka Serduka Wikipedia page. It's slightly more complicated than that. It is definitely a drag stage persona uh-huh. for this person. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if they would call themselves a drag queen. Oh. That's a very good question. Oh, so there's there's complicated identity sort of things happening here that we don't quite understand. So we can't. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna default to they then. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just let's, to be let's, safe. let's let's do that. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so yeah, they were having a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, they were having fun, so I was having fun. But it is that was that was a lot to take in for someone who <laughs> who hasn't really seen a performance really. Uh, so the the whole they were just like dancing are they almost fell in the back too like he, i don't know mm -hmm. if you saw he, they, there was a slip and they nearly fell and they were hitting asses and i was just like i i don't know how to take that all in to be quite honest with you there's a giant 69 on their back and i was yeah that that was a lot i didn't understand a single word of oh but they were counting quite a bit yeah there's a lot of counting going on yeah, like the, the lyrics are just largely nonsense. Okay, uh, give me a give me a sample of of the nonsense lyrics other than the counting. Um, so uh, Lasha Tumbais is not a thing. Like it was, they they were claiming at the time that it is it is a Mongolian phrase for whipped cream or milkshake. But that is there are no such words in Mongolian. Uh, the catchphrase <laughs> does not, not mean that at all. It's Mongolian. Uh, they were again. They were they were largely chosen because of their phonetic resemblance to Russia goodbye. <laughs> It's 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 Mongolian milkshake. Is there a Mongolian Khalees also? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that milkshake doth bring all them boys to the yard. Yep, yep. Truly. Verkus Zerduka brings all of the boys <laughs> to the yard. Honestly, I am uh you know what's what's their name again? Verka Serduka. That that was that was uh, that was a trip. Uh I don't know which drug, but it was a trip. That was a lot to take in. Uh, but okay. Okay, so uh, since we did this for Molidva, I looked up what the translation of the lyrics are uh -huh. for Dancing Lasha Tumbai. Uh-huh. Uh, so the the ones that are not in English are, are things like seven, seven, bye-bye, seven, seven, one, Listen, two. Ben, yeah. we are, uh, I, we, you know, we are both in the puzzling community. What if this is just mm -hmm. some sort of, like, code? You know what I mean? Like, whether this is some mm -hmm. sort of political code that they're trying to sort of give to Russia or something. Uh, it might be, it might actually be some sort of, you know, some sort of uh, intrigue, spy, espionage thing that we're, we're laughing at, but it, it might actually have uh, more meaning than we'd like to put on it. Speaking of spies and espionage oh and my God. this song, uh, have you seen the movie Spy from a few years ago? No. What? What? What about okay. it? Okay. Uh, Paul, it's it's a Melissa McCarthy movie. Yes. Oh. Uh, oh right. It's, yes. It's very fun. Yes. yes. It's very funny. Anyways, I went and saw that in the theater, and it takes place a lot in Europe. And like at one point, Verka Serduka is performing in a public square. It's you... like a concert. No way. That is and... just, that is just too close of a coincidence for that not to be true. It is absolutely correct that that they are in the movie. Uh huh. And I am pretty sure I was the only person in the theater who knew who that was. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. And was delighted by the musical choice. <laughs> were they uh, singing something particularly ridiculous also? They were singing Dancing Lasha Tumbai. Oh, the same one. Yeah, they were performing this song. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I'm convinced it is a, a, a spy song to send a message for something that we don't know. But I, we at the NPL are going to find out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to look this up later, probably. Well, and then I will I will give you, like, another another thing to look up, uh -huh. just related to spies in Eurovision. Uh-huh. Well, spies in Eurovision and, and the just the general notion of revolution. Uh-huh. Portugal's entry in the 1974 contest uh -huh. 
was later used as one of two secret signals to alert the the rebel captains and soldiers to begin the Carnation Revolution. Oh my God, Eurovision's wild! I, mm-hmm. my goodness. Okay, well, it, it, yeah, it, it, yes. Oh wow, that is yeah. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> can we, okay, but can we just talk about that postcard at the beginning though? So yes, we can. Santa Claus playing against a Moo Man in yeah. chess. Father Christmas, right? Specifically because this is Finland, right? Uh, right. Playing chess with a Moo Man. Uh, the Moo Mans are like a children's comic book character where I believe, yeah, like the author is Finnish, so okay. I, I understand why that is there. Right. I do not understand why one of the Moomins is playing chess like, against Father Christmas. Maybe that's also a spy message. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Moomin has defeated the Santa Claus. I repeat, the Moomin has defeated or checkmated the Santa Claus. Can you imagine? And just like quietly across town, the troops are released. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, there's a clock. For some reason, there's a, a, a rabbit-looking thing in a bed before... Uh, that happened. Does that mean that that's the, that's their child? Did Santa Claus and the Moomin have a, a a child rabbit that they suddenly have, and they're just passing time late into the night playing chess? And then all of a sudden, it's like two hours later. We don't see what happens to them, but you can assume something went down because it's like time has passed, obviously. And you know, in like scenes when they have two people like hanging out late into the night and then it become and a, a, a time lapse of a clock happens you know stuff has gone down we're not going to go into that because mm-hmm. we we are not into that <laughs> sort of kink we we don't need to talk about that we know how films work <laughs> yeah yeah it's implied it's it's definitely implied santa claus wakes up the next day no movement wakes up the next day with santa claus's hat on it's just yeah that's that's a lot to take in yes we have one more clip to watch uh this is going to open with uh, an interaction from our, our hosts in Finland. Yep. Uh, and then we will get to the UK's entry after one more postcard. Okay. Where do I get a refund? Like. <laughs> okay, so that was the UK. That, okay, you hit me first of all with that somber like postcard with Santa Claus not being happy about aging, and then you 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 what is this UK? Okay, I can tell I can see why they're in the bottom now. Oh my god. Mhm. Mhm. This is this is Scooch. That is the name of the group. Scooch. Scooch. <laughs> and that was flying the flag. Parentheses for you. Please tell me Scooch is still active. I need I need to like uh, hate listen to them. If they do not have a Wikipedia page, I will be upset. Actually, no. That's oh, not they true. have a Wikipedia page. Oh, do they? Yes. Oh, like uh, how? Yes, because they were a band oh, before. Word. Okay. Before before Eurovision. Okay. And then they represented the UK at Eurovision. And then they subsequently just fell off the face of the earth. Looking at the singles that have charted, yes, they have fallen off the face <laughs> of the earth. Well, well they, they certainly scooch. Wikipedia says that they have been active 2007 to present, but that can mean a lot of things. Well, I mean, they're, they're active in my mind right now, so I guess, I guess mm-hmm. that is accurate. First of all, that entire performance looked like a no-name, rip-off, Britney Spears toxic music video. And I am dissatisfied. Where is my bodysuit bedazzled with crystals? Where is my not-so-attractive passenger being transformed to a hot passenger? You know, where's my spy stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, no. I 
I am disappointed in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. They were terrible. Well, and dancers. it's like all of all of the double entendres that feel like they were imported from like a real stale old they, Britcom. They were, and like the it was so unnecessary. I think it they, was unnecessary. It also just doesn't feel like that. That doesn't feel like a very global thing. No, I mean it's just like okay, you just put in an innuendo in this song. There are children probably watching. You know what I mean? Eurovision is a family program. What if the the little kids is watching? And they're like, "Would you like to suck my candy or something?" <laughs> just like child. No, uh, I know sex sells, but first of all, they were not sexy. They were like they were washed up. <laughs> they were washed mm-hmm. up. That hair, the mascara. That was a moment in two thousand seven. I know, but they they aren't. Um, they aren't panic at the disco. I I do not feel the need to 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 gyrate in that way. <laughs> it's just I there's so many things to talk about. I don't Sir, you can't say that. I just that. like that you would immediately clock this like this is trash. This is it's this immediately is... trash. Like you could tell immediately from the from the setup. It's like a notable drop in quality between the first two yeah. and this one. I want my I want my singing lesbians again, please. <laughs> Where's mm-hmm. where's that? This doesn't say like, what fresh hell is this? Yeah, like the, I didn't want to stereotype, but boy, those white people cannot dance. Where's the choreography? Like it's all arms, and like there, those are those two passengers in the back in their fluorescent outfits. They weren't even matching. Girl, this is like camp from on the 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 negative side. This is too much, honey. Like mm-hmm. my drag queen, and, and oh. again, like that's why the that's why these three, as like a whole, are are like very good at sort of giving you the full Eurovision yeah. experience. Yeah, In, I am. Yeah, <laughs> it's trash. That's just as I thought. Trash. You had asked when we watched Molitva about how things did. Yes, I'm going to tell you the the positions that these songs placed. I will ask you to try and guess who finished where. Right. So there are 24 places. Right. There are tw- there are twenty four places. Uh, there were more than twenty four acts participating. There are typically a couple of semifinals. So Eurovision in in the modern era now has two semifinals because even if even if every country sends a three minute song and a three minute song only, that's real long. That's that's too much. It's a lot. So what they did many many years ago is when they when they set the semifinals, uh, the nations that sort of help put in more money in terms of putting the show on as being well as members of the european broadcasting union also get through Mm -hmm. that includes spain france italy Mm -hmm. germany the uk okay so those those five plus the host nation in years where the winner is not one of those five they are given an automatic pass that is no i do not agree with that that is such a weird rule so you're telling me that scooch did not have to qualify. You Scooch are was automatically joking. in the final. No, that is that is some BS, honey. That is no thank you. Scooch, try harder. Like no, UK, try harder. Like I cannot. Mm-hmm. UK, do better. You know what? Um, Brexit was right. They need like, to leave. Like, <laughs> anyways, with that in mind, okay. The songs we have seen in this video placed in some order: first, second, and twenty-second. You're joking. First, second, and twenty-second. Those three. Those three positions. Oh my god! Who do you think placed where? Suddenly, like I feel like that's a lot of pressure. It 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 started out as a fun game, but now I'm like, I have to consider all my options. First, second, and twenty-second. We have Serbia, we have Ukraine, Ukraine, and the UK. Two thousand seven. So one of them won. One of them won. And this is in Finland. 
This was in Finland. Okay. Um, I guess I can't really think too hard about it because, like, there's no stakes really at hand here. I yeah, was... there's there's no stakes. <laughs> yeah. There's no prize. But I want to be right. You know. What I mean? mm-hmm. Uh, if... I I I understand that impulse immensely. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Let's see. So. Uh, just based on the fact that you said no, but I think you're you're telling me the UK usually goes is usually is in the bottom as a bit of a red herring. So I'm gonna say that UK actually placed. I don't think they went first. I think they went second. So I think the UK okay. surprisingly would have gone second, unless you're just like you're being nice and actually telling me that they were supposed to be twenty second. So I don't think they won, but if okay. they did, that would be hilarious, and I'd die on the spot actually i shouldn't say that there we go uh and so we have ukraine and serbia i think i i think ukraine as crazy as it was got first and then serbia with the with with all those those fine hairstyles uh ended up in 22nd so that i'd say yeah so it's ukraine the uk and then serbia Okay, so finishing in a tie for 22nd place okay. with 19 points total after the voting was the UK. Okay, it wasn't a trick. Okay, I should have yeah, went with the, the UK. Okay. Yeah, no, no, the UK placed uh, 22nd in a tie with France. France? What did they do? They did a song. It was fine. <laughs> they did a song. Uh, <laughs> They did a song. I will note that the only nation who placed lower than the UK in 2007 was Ireland. Okay. All right. Which Ireland has won the contest seven times, but their song in 2007 was real bad. So when when that happens, do countries revolt like they do with football here in, in the States and the US and, and hockey in, the, in Canada? Just like go out into the streets and like flip cars over? Yeah. That sort of a deal? Yeah. I feel no. I feel like no. Okay. On the other hand, I have never really checked the news the next day after a Eurovision win to just be like, oh, rampant destruction in Spain. <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. I should have went with the UK with 22nd because you were cluing. Yeah, so, so I was, yeah, I was telling you that the UK did a bad job. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I'm more interested to see who won anyway. So that that is totally fine with me not getting that one right. Okay. Uh, second place was Ukraine. I got it completely wrong. So Okay. So so Serbia won. Yes, and uh, Ukraine and Serbia were were both favorites going into the contest. Uh, this was oh yeah, it's worth noting this was Serbia's first time as an independent nation in the contest. Oh, interesting. And they won and the they first. Nailed time. it. Is that on purpose? Is is that rigory mama that I sense? Is it rigamoris? <laughs> is... Um, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Reference, by the way, I don't know. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> Oh, oh no 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 no! I ca- I caught the reference. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm a I'm a person of culture. I know what goes on. <laughs> you are clearly a person of culture, and I'm not denying that. I mean, you are watching like the campiest sort of performance-based show other than the, Drag like, Race. This is like your vision is great because you get to learn what all the what all the new Twitter memes are. Yeah, I I mean in the Eurovision tw- memes. I haven't even gotten into that. I haven't seen one yet, but. I am going to scour the internet later to see what those are. I mean, I wonder if they go all the way back to 2007. What's interesting with Ukraine is that Ukraine did not win, but, like, the song is treated and Verka is treated as though they did. What, like, what do you they, mean? Like, they, they, they will pop up from time to time, and, like, Dancing Lasha Tumbai will show up. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... 
and like Moliva also is is beloved. Moliva pops up, and like uh, this year because the contest itself was canceled, they did sort of a they did sort of like a show that brought together a lot of different this year's performers okay. to kind of celebrate them, uh-huh. uh, and just sort of did like a sort of a Europe coming together thing. I keep wanting to call it a telethon, and it wasn't a telethon, <laughs> but it definitely had big telethon energy. Big telethon energy. Yeah, we love. That. Uh, but one of the things was was uh, Maria Serovic uh, performing Molitva on the streets of Serbia. Interesting. Wow. You know what? This this is a multifaceted, storied sort of. I don't know. Th- this whole thing is is a lot. I keep saying that, yes. but there is so much happening from like history to like politics to like weird. <laughs> weird it thing. It teaches you so much about international relations, history, things like that. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. It must have been like a, a, a it must have been an eye-opening experience for you when you started watching it then. Cuz I'm like, what is this? I am I'm curious. I am intrigued. I don't know what's going on, but like that was exactly the reaction I had. When mm-hmm. I first started watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I'm like, "What is this? Why is there? Why are there men dressing as women on my television screen right now?" And now I'm hooked. So uh, I, I could have just imagined how you reacted to that the first time you watched Eurovision. Like I've had an interest in in world music and pop music for a long time, mm-hmm. and this is it, it's it's great to see how different nations take what is going on and what trends are happening in pop music and mash those up with folk music traditions. Yeah, oh, that's true, too. That that would come into play, also. Interesting. Oh, my goodness. The world is so big. I'm learning a lot of things during this pandemic. And let me tell you that. I became a Twitch streamer <laughs> in this pandemic. And now I also did that. That was a fun learning experience. Wasn't it? Like, now I'm, like, I'm actually investing in, like, actual hardware for this. And that maybe now I would, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use the, that new computer to just watch eurovision streams every saturday that that would be a good use of my money i feel you know Mm -hmm. absolutely well thank you for thank you for for allowing me to show you these 12 minutes of of content i hope you enjoyed that i definitely did please show me more later (laughs) will do where can people find you online if they were delighted by this well, if they were delighted, or actually if they were enraged, they can they can reach me at various social media outlets or platforms that I currently own. I am on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at J-R-L-A-D-I-A. I also have a website with other links on there too, justinlaudio.com. Have a go at that if you'd like. There you have it, everybody. If you disliked our opinions, at Justin on Twitter. I'm get. I'm so ready to get flamed. Mm-hmm. Please flame me. Please, Please roast me. Please roast Justin. So that's going to do it for this episode of the EuroWhat. Thanks for listening. The EuroWhat podcast is normally hosted by Ben Smith, that's me, and Mike McComb. Insert pause for Mike to say that's me here. That is me. You can find us on our website at EuroWhat.com and on Twitter and Instagram at EuroWhat. You can subscribe to the EuroWhat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcast app of your choice. When you subscribe, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing, and help other Eurovision fans find us. Next time on the EuroWhat, it's the greatest crossover in cinematic history as we join forces with 12 Points from America to discuss Netflix's Eurovision, The Story of Fire Saga. See you then!